count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying to try told him I'm a beast, blood. What's up, gang? What's up, Welcome gang? to the Grindcast. Simon, Simon Arias here. here. Get ready. It's Get a, ready. New day. a new day. What's up, gang? Welcome back to the Grindcast and have uh, my friend Dr. Thomas Burnett joining us out of Regeneration Pittsburgh. And uh, I wanted to introduce him to you and switch up the flow a little bit here on the grind and see if we can't add some value uh, to your life. Um, so you guys know I try to stay active. Uh, 35 years old and you know I, I, I try to run like I'm 20 years old. Uh, and, and so he's been somebody that has helped me to do that. Um, last year I had a torn rotator cuff and I was getting ready to go under the knife and before I got surgery, um, I said, you know what? I've been hearing some good things about stem cell and I got an introduction uh, to Dr. Thomas Burnett. I said, why don't I go down there and, and, and see what it's all about? And uh, so I went from not even uh, being able to do a push-up without pain to uh, two weeks later, three weeks later, I'm bench pressing uh, 225 for reps uh, with, with no pain and uh, never had to go to surgery. Uh, we're coming up uh, on a year now almost and no issues uh, with, my, with my shoulder at all. Uh, since then, I've done all different types of stuff that I think is just modern practice that uh, not most people are exposing themselves to. And so a lot of my friends have been, you know, that I've turned on to this. They're like, man, are you getting a commission? And I, I said, no, I'm not getting a, uh, any commission. It's, it's, you know, when you, when you have something that changes your life that much or has impacted your life that much, you want to turn it on uh, to everybody else. And uh, not only the impact, uh, but the person and the human being um, that, that Dr. Tom uh, is as well is something that I could co-sign for. So uh, what I wanted to do today is just start off and, and uh, see if I could turn it over you know, to you and, and uh, we'll just kind of go with the flow. Sure. Give them some advice out there, tell them a little bit about, about what you do and, and uh, even the nonprofit you know, that I've uh, grown to be a part of. Sure, absolutely. Thanks for the introduction. I wish I could uh, have you clone for every single one of my patients because you're very receptive to all the things I offer and you're taking it to the next level. You're asking questions before I can even get it out of my mouth of what you can be doing to just either expedite the, the healing process or just, just enhance everything. So, so I mean, I, I gotta be, I'm, I'm grateful to have you as a patient. It's one of the things we're gonna talk about. Uh, you know, I do a lot of stem cell. I treat non-operative pain, but, but stem cell is kind of new on the market in the last 10 years. It's just basically using the body's natural ability to heal, enhancing that. And you just take you like a shoulder for, for you, like a rotator cuff tear. You know, a lot of times you exhaust, exhaust the options and you're going to potentially surgery. And the whole, whole idea is the body can heal itself. You just need to create this niche or this regenerative niche that it can heal itself. This is for a lot of things. If we talked about the four, four key pillars on the, the grinder that we're going to talk about this again. If you address the four key pillars, I guarantee we can single-handedly knock out this pharmaceutical industry. If you're addressing this at an early age, and simply these are uh, diet, exercise, sleep, and then a big psychosocial or, or, or spiritual wellness, if you are addressing that, we can knock out this pharmaceutical industry. This is not my goal. This is just optimizing just natural health. Love it. So why don't, why don't, we, why don't we rock with those four pillars? Yes, absolutely. Why don't we give a, a quick summary of 
what you've explained to me and, and uh, kind of how to maximize and optimize those four pillars. Exactly. So the number one is diet. Diet, 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 diet. All day long diet. Your bodybuilder, what, 60% is coming down to diet what you're eating. We know we got to avoid certain things. We're going to more detail on those. Sugar is the number one killer. Diet. Sugars, excess alcohol. When you say sugars, what do you mean by that? Okay, just, just artificial sweeteners and sugars, like the high fructose corn syrups, just the, just the plain Pop. additive sugars. Yeah, absolutely pops, a huge one. But sugars you find in everything, just just run the middle sugars, candy. Is, 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 but pop is the big one, the high fructose corn syrup will actually just destroy everything. So sugar is a big one, excess alcohol intake, uh, cigarettes, tobacco, absolutely. But fast foods, you know, these, these high preservatives, everything they're putting in the foods, you just need to avoid, not all together, because we're not all perfect, we're gonna get that, we'll always come down to time crunch, but this is overall, this is the grand scheme of things, what you need to be avoiding are the big ones, the fast foods, the sugars, the al excess alcohol, and the tobacco. And then on the flip side of that, you know you should be getting more nutrient-dense foods in, into the diet. And that's just a very simple idea. You know, this whole trend's going more towards organic, and you don't have to spend a ton of money on this. It's just just natural, good food that you should be getting in. So that's uh, that's key. And then and then you go into and another thing is you. That's one of the few things that you have absolute control over. You have absolute control over what you put in your mouth, either food or drink. So you got a choice. You know, Ten to twelve times per day. Is this something that's going to help me achieve, achieve my goals? Is it going to help me think better? Is it going to help me think uh, uh, feel better? And this is absolutely crucial. Uh, then you go on to... While we're doing that, Josh, do we know what's buzzing, beeping? Yeah, that's, that's me and my, my phone. Right oh, there. gotcha. Oh, let's, let's, that's all right. We can keep it rolling. Yeah. Cool. Where are we going? Uncut. Oh, gotcha. Turn the buzzer off. There we go. So we're good. We ain't got to start nothing over. This don't have to be perfect. All right, it's good. all good. My first time doing this, so I apologize for that one. Uh, number two, exercise. There's a certain reason why the most successful people in this world, there's a certain why we should be exercising daily. It's just 10, to, it's 10 minutes to an hour, an hour long. This is something that increases your productivity. It's all about increasing that productivity. 100%. And by the way you think and the way you feel is going to set you up for more success. Literally, if you just got there and just sweat. I can't tell people enough. You know, when people always ask me, why are you doing that? You look good enough or you did this or that. It's not even the the vanity it's not even just the look it, it's it or even the health which are I, I like to look good i want to try to look the best that we can look i like being healthy but for me it's it's the way my day goes after that when i work out like if i have a big i'm going to speak in front of a lot of people or something's going on if i need to be in mint condition i have to get a workout in prior to that engagement if I'm going to be getting an A plus, knowing that I'm in my zone, so I th there there has to be something there that that jolts you not only from a physical standpoint but mentally. Absolutely, we're all hunters, you know? we always have to exceed, exceed the energy levels. We have to go out there and get the food, right? It's the only way you're going to perform optimally. So exercise. There's a reason why the most successful people in this world exercise every day. It doesn't have to be hours, but at least ten minutes in the morning, something like that, can actually set your day off to hit your goals. Then you get into sleep. So one thing that, that, that these four pillars all they, they all help each other out. So sleep, you know, not everybody needs ten hours of sleep a night. Actually, no one should. Even eight hours of sleep a night. I don't know how much sleep how much sleep do you typically get per night? Seven. Okay, seven is good. So the idea was between seven to nine, somewhere in between there. Some people uh, function on four. I can never do that. I don't think that's optimal. 
the, the, the quantity of sleep is not as important as the quality of sleep. You should be feeling refreshed when you get up in the morning. So optimizing the quantity and quality of sleep is crucial here. And I got, I got two kids at home and sometimes it's, it's the hardest thing to do. And I want to put them down in bed and be firm in the morning and just still do the, the 10 things I need to do at night. So sleeping is one of the hardest things that you have to regulate, but to, but just, just spend that time on good quality sleep. And there's simple things that you could be doing to optimize the quality of sleep, make the room as dark as possible, make sure there's good air movement in the room, trying to eat or drink right before you go to bed. And sometimes some, some simple uh, over-the-counter stuff that you can take to, to, to induce the sleep. Sometimes we do the CBD oils. Sometimes there's some natural supplements that can really induce good quality sleep. It's important for you to wake up in the morning if your day is gonna be go well. Yep. I think before you move on to the next pillar that, you know, I think when you mention if it's 10 minutes or an hour, I think so often I tell people this about giving. People get so stunned and frozen by what they can't do that they don't do what they can do. And so if you can work out, you know, if you're somebody, I can't get to the gym every day. I can't. How about 20 minutes? Sure. How about how about 15 minutes? How about you can get a lot done with no rest and no break in 15, 20 minutes and get a, a good workout in, but it's better than zero. Sure. You know, so when you talk about 10 minutes to an hour, whatever, that's what stuck out to me is just throwing that shot out there is that as a group of people, I think we just need to, if you're somebody that's been struggling with uh, jump starting your year or, I mean, I gotta be real with you, making the excuse yep. um, that you don't quote have time um, you, you, what I think about is if you want to have time for, you know, walking your children down the aisle one day and you're, if you don't have time, it's going to keep you out of a hospital or at least increase your chances. You know, we all know people that lived a good pure life and, and, and something happens and, and, and they get sick and it, and it's, it, it's unfortunate. It happens. But I, I don't think that, to, I think that's the minority, not the majority. And I also think that, um, I want to try to control what I can control, even though I can't control everything. I want to control what I can sure, control. Absolutely. And so you could use the excuse of, well, there's people out there that do everything right, and then they still end up, of, of, I mean, I could point out a million different examples for everything like that if we're looking for the, for the one story. But I think we need to get out there and stop making excuses. And what is more important than our health? I think that people will do more research of a celebrity on social media uh, or Instagram or whatever, put more time and energy towards that than they do their own physical, yeah, you know, absolutely. well being. So, sorry I went off on a tangent no, there. I think we were on think, the third pillar of health. Yeah, I think you made a good point. That's on the second one, exercise too. Not everybody does have time for an hour per day or even a half an hour per day, but you do have time for 10 two-minute sessions throughout the day. You can you know, park an extra half a mile away from the work or take the stairs. It's just those will all add up and make a big difference. That's, that's a great, great point. I'm glad you said that. And with it bring us to, to number four, and I say this number four is just not definitely not the least important. This is hugely, hugely important for everything you do. This is psychosocial and or spiritual wellness. You know, I, I've learned so much from you, Simon, talking about expressing the gratitude and, and being thankful for what you have. Uh, this is avoiding the negativity. I've heard your podcast and the grind and, and the contrary on the positivity. Avoid the negativity. There's certain foods. I'm sorry, there's certain, certain people or situations that you put yourself in that just bring the negativity. You need to identify it and you need to address it before it becomes an issue. And on the flip side of that, you got contrary on the positivity. And this is you got to find that higher power. It's, it's, I've, I've, I've had a hard time dealing with this personally. 
just find that higher power. It doesn't necessarily have to be with God. It could be with nature, but find the higher power, and you got to be able to convey and express that gratitude. Why don't you talk about, remember you told me, and this before I knew anything about, you know, your, your beliefs in the fourth pillar. Um, but, you know, we all, anybody close to me knows I believe heavily in mind, body, spirit. Mind, body, spirit, all of it being connected. So when I heard you talk about this, it really took it to another level. But remember when you were talking about the, uh, there was a couple groups of people that, you know, one got prayed for and the other one yeah, didn't, didn't get, you know. What, and that was out of a book, I think, you know, maybe or, or whatever. Can, yeah. can you share that? Yeah, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the, the, the name of the book. It's all right. Um, but Just the is, concept of so what the, the story was. was yep. You have uh, a hospital, let's say in New York, just randomly, and you have two sets of people associated that are certified. You have, uh, let's say, 100 people, 50, 50, I mean, they're all 100 were with uh, systemic illness. Uh, 50 of them were prayed for, 50 of them weren't prayed for. The 50 that, that were prayed for just got better. They, not, not everybody, every single person, but statistically uh, different. They got better as opposed to the ones that were not prayed for. The, the problem, you know, like, that, that, that seems cool at face value. Right and, and you were saying, like, you know, some were that were, were so ill, it, they didn't show much of a difference, like prayed for or not prayed for, that some of them just passed away. Exactly. Know, or or, or yeah, whatever, we're, regardless. We had deaths on both sides. Both sides. But you, sh but in between there, I think it, you know, wasn't death. But if if you, sh if the statistics were very drastic on who got prayed for, who, who sped up the healing yeah. and, and and ended up doing better uh, beyond that. Yeah, significant difference between the ones that were prayed for and the ones that were that were not prayed for. And the crazy part about that, you know, that'd be cool if we just did a study and we prayed for this group and didn't pray for that group and see how that did, which that study's been done on plants, actually. You, know, you throw out positivity and negativity and see which plant does better, and it's always the ones that has the positivity. But going back to that study, the ones that were prayed for, the ones that were not prayed for, this study was conducted now on the patient population from 20 years ago, which is crazy. So you can affect that difference. You can put the positive thoughts out there and pray for people and affect things even in the past, which is just absolutely crazy. And this gets into the quantum physics and quantum mechanics. You can affect positive change and negative change on things that have already happened. So that's why it's very important. If you want to heal like your shoulder, I told you, think about six months from now how good you're going to feel when that shoulder is at 100%. And that's the feeling you got. You got to have a clear, very clear intention that you want things to get better. When I first started, and like you said, we're all human. You know, so, you know, the, there's somebody out there, you know, no one no one sees your good and bad like your, like your wife, right? You know, so I'm sure my wife, Nat, got a picture of me out of spirit or a video of me upset, you know what I mean? But for the most part, you know, I think I'm pretty positive thinking, speaking, feeling, uh, vibing of, of a person. And that's been a focus for me. It wasn't always that way. Uh, was a focus for me. And, and I know one of the challenges in my transition to just trying to just have no negativity, trying to look at the positive and everything, trying to, uh, I even heard, you know, our, our, my nanny who helps us out, we were traveling and we had some issues with the, the travel and, you know, she was saying, you know, let's just look at it and say, maybe we were supposed to leave a little bit later. It was supposed to play out that way. Maybe it saves you from something. And, you know, I think just having the positive attitude and outlook, I've, I've had so many people in this transition start to say, oh man, this is why you got everything got to be positive and talking positive, thinking positive ain't going to help that ain't going to, sure. you know, so, so just be ready when you start to make this transition of, of just trying to think positive, speak positive, that you're going to have some people throwing shots, throwing, throwing jabs at you. 
about, you know, that positivity doesn't really help that much. But there's been studies that shows otherwise. Uh, absolutely, 100% agree with that. And I bet you can go back with your career, how successful it's been. There's, there's, there's certain landmarks that you hit, and maybe it was the change in just the way you thought, and just, you, you incorporate something that more positive into your life, and you can just see you're hitting these more benchmarks. And this is just definitely, I've heard this with some of your mentors in the past. Uh, to just say that exact same things. When you change that mindset, it's the only way you're going to be able to change or enact uh, positive changes in your life. You got to change things up, up top. Now you've had the opportunity to work with. You know, when I come to your office, I see a lot of some of the stars, star athletes. You know, in the area from the Steelers, and and we could leave the names out of it. But it, can you think of a, of a person? You know, that maybe you could think of that just their their whole way they approached an injury was the way that it should be done from from the mindset to the grind you know that it takes to rehabilitate themselves because i think not only physically but more so you can make the, the correlation in life that everybody's going to get injured in life uh at some point it may be emotionally it may be mentally uh not just an injury you know physically and and you have to rehabilitate yourself and and, and bounce back what things stand out to you from the people that rehabilitate themselves better than others? Uh, it's all about, well, at least the two Ps, and you gotta be prepared, you have to know the options, and you gotta prepare for that, and you gotta be proactive. So just knowing what the options, the, the best patients I've ever had, you and a couple other ones, we'll leave the names out, uh, some of the professional athletes, the ones that come in asking questions that already know what the different options that I will give them, and then what the next question is, if we do this, how can I take it to the next level? So being prepared and being proactive, the two best, I think, qualities are, and patients that I see that can always bring it to the next level. I think this is, this is for everything, for, for business, for, for any, anything. You gotta be prepared and you gotta be proactive. That's the, 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 I think, too, the, the big keys in, in making things be as uh, best as possible. I mean, your, your office up here is just catching fire. You know, I just every time I see you, I just remind you, hey, don't forget about me now because yeah. this thing, I mean, I don't understand how there's not a line from the door from your door all the way up you know 19 it, when when people really start to see what you're doing for for people and what the options are now in 2019 uh, you better make sure that you answer my text messages still or I'm coming to see you well, I'm going to come not, door knock you I appreciate that and really we're, we're um our, our vibe is just calming everything down calming the inflammation down just allowing the body to, to heal itself and that's that's just key and cross everything but again it comes down to me being able to prepare myself and being proactive and expecting like you said there's a negativity that will always keep grabbing at you you have to be prepared for that and you got to address it as it comes up i'd say we, we've shared a lot of success um, but i mean there's still certain things that this negativity that comes in you got to stay positive and addressing you express the gratitude and i learned that from you. i learned it from you i learned it from you every day so yeah, you guys be proactive in this and express the, the gratitude so, so not only are you a doctor but you're but you're also operating as a as a business okay so you're a business owner as well i know there's natural things that come up uh as a business owner that that bring obstacles hurdles trials tribulations uh and you also do this with the uh unbelievable wife love nancy and uh and, and children at the same time so not only as a husband not only as a father but operating as a doctor and as a business person these things all take a certain amount of energy and effort and obstacles to overcome what you know because everybody said man i'd love to be a doctor man i'd love to have a my own practice i'd love to have what things do you think uh 
Cora, like what things stand out to you that you've had to overcome that you want to speak on? You know, you don't have to speak on all of it, sure. but what, what what type of things that that we could add value to other people, maybe to their life? You know, sometimes when I'm going through stuff, when I've gone through things, I'm thinking, you know, I, I'm not going through this for myself only. I'm going through this for others, whether it's my children, other people. I want to be able to pass on that wisdom and knowledge that I've gained from how to handle this. And maybe it doesn't stop them from ever having problems, but if they have some of these same things, I'm going to know how to handle those sure. things. So what 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 advice would you give or what things stand out to you from handling adversity, obstacles, setbacks, uh, and, and bouncing back from those? Uh, great question. I don't think it's something that necessarily I've overcome. I'm address the question. It's not something that I had to overcome because I've been very blessed by my supporting cast. Uh, you mentioned Nancy and my wife is un unbelievable. And my kids would be so, so pissed if I, if I didn't you know, throw out their names of Colin and Keaton. And we got a dog too, but they just surround yourself. And this is probably the most important thing I've ever done is, is choosing my wife correctly. No doubt. Yeah. So uh, that got to be the biggest yeah. decision that, 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 that you can ever make. They got so far as a business partner too, because she's actually, she runs the clinic. She's a business man manager. Uh, but surround yourself with a great supporting cast is the number one. I, I think the, the, the biggest uh, thing that we have going on, we have a great cast. And this is something that you've helped me out with. And we have you know, people that are involved with this business as well. Just our cast, I don't think could be better. And that's where it all starts. So uh, I guess that's the the. the so how do you one. develop that? You know, one thing that stands out, and I know you're a, you're a Buckeyes fan like me. Yeah. I didn't. That was an accidental yeah. thing we had <laughs> together. But you know, J Jim Trestle's a mentor of mine. Yes, we spend yes, time so. together every month. I remember him telling me something that 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 stands out about what you're saying right now is that he said when when he's gone through certain and, and these have been public, you know, the uh, sure. adversities. He's like for me. Two things that stand out that he told me was one perspective. So he said under under some of the what the world would think was bad circumstances or obstacles for me, I say as compares to what compares to some kid uh, on the street that has no parents or, or it's living in a foster home or something like that. Like my problems are only are, are relative. This isn't that exactly that bad right. of a yeah. problem. So perspective. And the second thing. Is he said he said you know when Tom Brady drops back to pass this exact analogy, he says he he drops back to pass and he delivers comfortably under pressure. He may step up up into the pocket or whatever, but it's because he has an offensive line. Trust he has people built around him Absolutely. to protect him. And so he said when you go through these things, you got to use your offensive <clears throat> line. He said that's why I come back to the perspective because some of these kids, some of these people don't even have they don't have an offensive line. I got an offensive line. So, you know, that's you saying that, that my staff, my wife, my support, that that's my offensive Absolutely. line. So developing that is is uh, is key and vital. Just knowing somebody has your back that will die for you. Literally, I was in the military, I spent three years as Air Force flight surgeon. Just knowing somebody is there for you, will support you, will stand up for you, take a bullet for you, that's important. And not ever does not have to come out and say, I'll take a bullet for you, but just that is implied sometimes with these deep relationships. And how do I pick these people? Sometimes when I employ is just, just figure out the ones that, that you know bring that positivity. You can see it within two minutes of meeting somebody. You're gonna see if they're gonna be positive or somewhat the negative. And it maybe takes a little bit of time to hash these out fully, but you gotta you know tend to, to gravitate towards the ones that bring that, that positivity to you and, and avoid that negativity. It's crucial. You, know, you see this every day, I'm sure. Positive energy. Positive energy. If you're gonna spend that much time with somebody, you know, a lot of times at work you end up spending more time 
at work than you do at home. You, you want to make your house positive, yeah. as, as positive as you can. What's what's the? Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the uh, the nonprofit that you're involved in and, and uh, what that does? We have a, a fundraiser cocktail party coming up here in May. Uh, a portion of those proceeds not only is going to go to my youth program, Inspiring Minds, but I'm going to I'm going to be uh, giving a percentage of that yeah, to your oh, organization. What, what, why don't you tell us a little bit about what that organization is and what it does? Uh, so so the, it's a Pittsburgh-based uh, post-9/11 nonprofit. It's called It's About the Warrior, similar to the Wounded Warrior, but this is all Pittsburgh-based. Pittsburgh-based. Pittsburgh it's about the warrior. Yep. Okay. So we have the therapeutic side. We're actually retreating some of the guys that we do in the clinic. There's the, the flow pod therapies. It's some of the psychosocial or the, the, the biofeedback. So you're controlling the situation that you're putting yourself into, the PTSD, anxiety, depression. That's the, the therapeutic side. And then the outreach programs with, with hockey and then some of these hunting and fishing expeditions. Uh, and Steve Montleone out of Butler is uh, in charge of the whole thing. He's been on that for about six, seven years and just taking this from a very, very small single golf outing to a huge, I and mean, we spent almost $300,000 in giving back to the veterans this year. And it's people like you, and you have these fundraisers, the only way that, 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 that this can just survive is, is people just, um, just really open to giving and expressing that gratitude and taking it to the next step. So that's something that they, they continue to grow and, and we treat a lot of veterans at our, at our clinic as well. I mean, just similar to your inspiring minds, that is just unbelievable. Just the amount of uh, people you have, your supporting cast for that, just really, truly unbelievable. It's cool to see, I mean, uh, you drove, we'll close this out in the next couple minutes, but you drove all the way to Youngstown, you know, to, to what's cool is over time, you'll meet people that come into your life that become closer over time and more dependable and reliable than maybe even family members. You know, I've had people that, you know, are in my own family that won't come 10 minutes and I have, you know, people like yourself that'll come hours um, to support, you know, something like that. You know, the, the last two things I, I would say is is these all completely off cuff. That's what I love about this. Yeah. Is even, we have nothing planned. We just kind of <laughs> going with the flow. Um, you know, I was talking today in, in the spirit of giving and, um, you know, I remember when I first started to have some success in business, being so afraid that I didn't deserve, you know, it coming from, you know, we were joking around sure, making yeah. the juices downstairs. You yep. see my childhood friend, Big Perm, with the big, with the big, <laughs> the, the juice man. And I said, it's man, it feels like we're, we're, we're living a movie because sure. I mean, we shouldn't even be here like this. You know what I mean? And, and so what I've started to do, and I've, I was blessed with a great mentor and Jim Serace and, and uh, Marcus, you know, who taught me to give early that uh, that if I'm going to gain that I should always be mm -hmm. be giving and so you know one of the the things I've always tried to do is is just try to make sure that you know what whatever I don't want to put a percentage on it but for this I'm going to use 10 percent if I'm getting and I can give 10 percent to me that's that's a sign of 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 humility and but also if you're a selfish person Okay, all people at some point, it comes back to a little bit of, okay, everybody's a little bit selfish. Nobody wants sure. to say it, but everybody's a little bit selfish. I've learned that if you're really smart with being selfish, you understand the concept of the more that you give, the more that you'll receive. It just can't always be quantified right then and there. And so what I've learned is, is in, in trying to look out for the people that I lead, my family, myself, I've learned this rhythm. It's like I feel a rhythm to it. That anytime I get a big 
blessing, I'm already giving stuff away. I'm already thinking of ways that I can give stuff away. So recently I just, um, you know, I was in a legal battle, you know, with uh, unfortunate real estate situation here that happened locally. Uh, was nothing that, that was my fault. Everything that, that was done right, it was, it, was, it was not good. And almost going to work out to where we were, it was, it was uh, gonna be taken advantage of, of, of us for no reason. Prayed about it. Prayed about it. Uh, it was going to be over a million dollars. Could could have been a liability sure. of you know damn near half a million dollar liability on our end. Uh, and a lesson learned, expensive lesson learned. That you know I remember spending mornings in prayer about this. And sometimes you get to negotiating. You know, if it, it, man, if this is just if I can get through this, man, I'm going to do so much. I'm going to uh, do. There, yeah. And then it happens. Yeah. And you're like, wow, I didn't really want yeah. I remember being in prayer and, 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 and feeling inside of me, you know, whatever your belief is. You know, I'm saying I felt inside of me the spirit of God talking to me saying, I'm going to help you out of this thing. But don't forget about me. Sure. Don't forget about giving something to, yep. to me. And so we just recently got this thing settled this week. It's a big chunk coming our way. Not not the uh, didn't work out the way the investment was supposed to work out. The returns won't be perfect, but they'll be okay. And it could have been worse. So I sat my partner down with this and I explained to him how, even though we took some losses, there, there's a certain amount that's left. Mm -hmm. And I want, I'm going to give, you don't have to, but this is the reason why I am. And he chose to jump on board, you know, with me and we're, we're giving a big, yeah, big cool. uh, donation to God's kingdom here in Pittsburgh. And, and I share that not to elevate myself, but, but to hopefully this wasn't on the, the plan to talk about, but to, but to help you guys understand out there that the biggest the biggest rewards that I feel like we've had and I've had in business, I believe one of the sole reasons for, for being luckier, you know, you hear, you hear people say, uh, the harder I work, the luckier I get. It seems like also the more I give, the more we, we, we receive. And, um, uh, you know, it, it's it's gotten from a larger scale on this, but I just want to encourage you guys out there uh, to to be a giver. You know, and and it's not always going to be comfortable. It's it's not always going to be perfect timing. You know, for you, but don't look at how much. It's all relative. You know, the the person that gives five bucks uh, can be more than somebody that gives five thousand dollars compared to what you have to give. The person that gives an hour of their time may mean as much or more than somebody that gives 30 hours of their time based on all the directions that you're pulled in. I just want to encourage you guys out there to to understand that if you want to reap generously, okay, then you have to sow generously. And if, if you reap sparingly, then you're going to sow sparingly. And don't allow yourself to get caught up with, you know, maybe out of these times that you give, you know, I've, I've heard people say, well, man, what if they don't do the right thing with the money or, or you help this kid go to college and he failed out of college and he don't even appreciate it and he take advantage of you. And, and I'm thinking, and I tell people that's 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 has nothing to do with it. Yeah. it it's just about the act of, of giving and, and what comes around goes around. So I just want to encourage you guys out there to 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 start to give and watch how this plays out in your life. I will back that up 100 percent. Either you believe in karma or Reap what you sow. It's absolutely important. Put the positivity out there. It will come back to you. You can't gauge when it's going to come back to you. I guarantee it will come back to you positive. Last thing. Advice to your children. 
okay, if you could just bottle this this mm -hmm. up and they watch this in 10 years, 15 years, three pieces of advice to hop out of your mind. I know that's a lot of pressure under under uh, no notice. Sure. But if you were given the advice to your to your children that they could look at 10 years from today, uh, what would be the three things that you would want to say? Um, well, we talked a lot about the four pillars. So I would say overall staying healthy. Okay, this will pay off dividends in the end. Healthy choices right now will pay off dividends in the end. Staying humble and treating everybody with respect no matter who they are, even if they, they've harmed you in the past. Staying humble and having that humility. Uh, and then and standing up for people. And this is, uh, you know, there's always going to be people that's going to be weaker for you. So standing up to the ones that can't stand up for themselves. So those are the big three. Staying healthy, make positive choices right now. Staying humble and having that humility and stand up for those who can't stand up for themselves. Love it. My three are going to be, to close this thing out, um, in no specific order, work ethic, um, outwork everybody in whatever it is that you're going to do. I want you to be the, that's something that you can control also. It's a controllable that I'm going to outwork everybody in whatever it is from sport to a parent to whatever, let's just grind. Let's outwork everybody and carry that tradition. Uh, the, the second thing um, I, I would say is the company that you keep. Uh, the, the circle that you choose to operate in doesn't mean that you're better than anybody else or anything like that. But I can tell you, um, when I was around certain circles that were, that were not making the right decisions for society, uh, I was doing those things. And, and when I got around people that were focused more on helping others and, and serving people and doing what's right, then I was more accustomed to doing those things. And I'm telling you this from a, from a perspective of leadership. Uh, I was leading these circles. So even if you're a leader, you say, well, you know, if you're a leader, then you don't, well, if you're a leader and you get caught in so many circles, you just might end up leading that circle. And so I, I want you to focus on your inner circle. Who are you rolling with? Um, sometimes to go to the next level in life, be it in relationships and everybody's cheating and you're not a cheating uh, person in, in your relationship or your marriage or whatever it is, to go to the next level in life, sometimes you need to separate. And in that separation, you can ask, you could try to pull people up with you and give people an opportunity to come with you. But not everybody's going to want to come with you when you start to elevate and go up. And so that creates a natural separation. And the only way to close that gap is to go down if they're not willing to step up. And you can't feel bad if they're not willing to step up, that you're not constantly trying to pull people up with you because you need to protect yourself and protect your inner circle and hang around people that you want to be like and that are going to bring the best out of you, not the worst out of you. And the last thing is, is you know, I told my wife this the other day, I said, you know, the the one thing that if I'm no longer here, if something happens to me, I want you to make sure happens is, is, is I want my kids to have a relationship with God. And, and what that has done from a humility standpoint to handling natural pressures, adversities, there's been corners I've been backed into where literally not one person could be there to help me or save me. But being that I had that, you know, most, most of the issues when we look horizontally you know, what's going on over here, what's going on over here, they're really vertical issues. If you look vertical, it'll handle the horizontal. And, and so my, my one of those and final ones would, would be just to, to, to get a, a base of spirituality, 
grow yourself in, in your beliefs in, in God and let that be the foundation uh, for which you walk on. Doesn't mean other people are uh, that don't have the same beliefs, you're, you're uh, better than them or you look down on them. One of my best friends in the world is coming up to hang with me in a couple weeks, does not have the same beliefs uh, that, that I have yet uh, spiritually. Uh, but I love them like a brother. So it doesn't mean that we're looking down on people or that we're better than anybody else. Just just hold the fort down with the with the uh, the ground, the foundation being uh, growing yourself spiritually. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this one. It was a little bit of a switch up, uh, hearing it from uh, from 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 a doctor uh, on the in the inward health, uh, mentally, physically, spiritually, all the things that you could do to grow yourself. Uh, Dr. Tom, thank you for joining oh, man, I appreciate us. It. Thank you so on much on the Grindcast, brother. Appreciate you. Thank appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me. Count money, man. Money, Stack man. Stack riches. Trying, trying, told, trying, told him I'm a beast, blood. Money.